With LinkedIn Jobs, we tap into a network of more than a billion professionals to help you find quality professionals quickly and easily for any role you need. Marketing wizards? Found them. Software engineers? Found. That project manager I could never seem to hire? And found. LinkedIn Jobs quickly matches your roles with candidates with the right skills and experience. In fact, 86% of small businesses get a qualified candidate within 24 hours. Post your first job for free and get started at linkedin.com slash spoken. That's linkedin.com slash spoken. Terms and conditions apply. Apple shares were just getting hammered this morning. Every day they're Hi. Welcome to the Trillionaire Mindset. Episode five. We did it. It's a special number. It's half a 10. It's 5% of 100. 1% of 500. Anything else? Uh, that's all I got. Okay. It's an odd number, but this is an even episode. Let me tell you, we got a lot We got a lot coming. We got a special guest who you probably already know because it's in the damn title of the thing. Yeah, but you're going to want to, he's coming up real soon. Before we get started, we need some help from you guys because uh, Stanford Business School, our finally known did. rival. They finally did it. They passed us. They passed us on the Spotify I'll tell business you what, charts. It was just a fun joke. We were just having a good time, goofing around. Yeah. They took it too far. They took it way too far. You guys won. You beat us, right? Yeah, we've been getting hate mail from this one guy. Yeah. He's like- I'll tell you what. I'm I'm paranoid. I'm I'm scared. I'm yeah. always looking over my shoulder. Yeah, people scream at me on the street, mud person. Yeah. It's, it's horrible. These Stanford Business School jocks, I mean, they've just been spoon-fed from the silver spoon their whole dang lives, and it's about time so, someone put them in their place. So we need you to listen to us- on Spotify too. <laughs> yeah, Spotify listeners need to step up. I've taken some precautions. I, you know, you know, I'm close personal friends with Dennis Rodman. I, yeah, I've asked famously. him. I've asked him if he could uh, connect me with those. Have you seen that video of those those North Korean the mercenaries, the army they that were put thinking together? about hiring for? Yeah, let's let's play a I, clip. I might these see guys. if I can get them as a personal security. Yeah, detail. they're serious. We're watching a video Look of these North guys. Korean soldiers. Look at that. Just going flying kick like six feet in the air. That guy just ran his head straight through bricks. Kim Jong-un is like, well, this is tight. I hope they don't turn on me Look ever. Look at these guys. Oh, wow. shit. Because that's what battle is like these days. There's no They should thrones. get rid of all weapons, and it should just be this should be shirtless guys attacking you with PVC yes. pipes. <laughs> or are those two by fours? <laughs> I know North Korea is the bad one, but this fucking rocks. He's not, you're not going to be wearing a helmet in battle. And you're going to be shirtless, and you're going to be... He's impressed. He's hes definitely got a look on his... Kim oh, Jong-un has a look dude, on his they face. they fucking hate bricks in North Korea. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely hate them. Oh! He's definitely like, what the hell are we doing this This is for? what's coming for you, Stanford. Yeah, so... Buck, quit following so, me home. Yeah, quit, quit following him home. <laughs> quit sending hate mail, because uh, we got these guys coming, because we're friends with Dennis Rodman, and by proxy, friends with Kim Jong-un. These guys are stoked. You know me. I'm usually defund the pentagon but if we're spending our money on that fund the go. octagon yeah exactly. wherever they are so uh yeah we're go ahead what what <laughs> where am i going with this we had oh we had a we had a special little um twitter account that got made which is fun oh, we yeah, just we wanted to give a shout out to out. this guy who made a twitter account called trillionaire mindset takeaways 
He put himself as the... Uh, no, that's not him. Do you know who that is? Who is that? Oh, that's Cody. <laughs> oh, I thought it was him. No, it's Cody. Oh. Cody is My uh, the unofficial mascot of Trillionaire Mindset for some reason. I saw it. I just saw it and I was like, ah, I don't recognize who that is. It must be. It's not either of us. It must be the so guy. Some, some, oh. <laughs> some young upstart has uh, made the Twitter... Trillionaire mindset takeaways. TMT, TMT takeaways. takeaways. So give him a follow if you if you care. No, you TM takeaways. Yeah, TM takeaways. And he breaks down the uh, he breaks down the episodes in fun ways. Yeah, he sure does. Um, but don't follow and then not listen. Yeah, because you'll he, get lost. Yeah, you'll get lost. You won't know what he's talking about. Look, uh, we've got episode four takeaways. Women love AirPods. True. Facebook's new name is Penis. True. Stands for people entering new internet spaces. That's true. Noel spent the wedding budget on go karts. That's absolutely true. So give him a follow if you want. Back. So let's get right down to the meat of this episode because uh, we know that you're all yearning and burning for our our second guest of all time. Second guest. If you can guess who he is, his name is Cody. Cody. <laughs> Cody Co. Oh. Cody Co. Everybody. The worst introduction ever. Jeez, Louise. Yeah, sorry. I'm but... sorry, pal. I really. I don't know. I know you guys said we're business cash. But... <laughs> Oh, I see you no, got you the June great. shine cap. I do, yeah. Yeah. This is horrible. Yeah. What the fuck is this? Is yeah, this a we've joke? Been, we've been asking you <laughs> guys this for chair? chairs. Yeah. Are you guys on these too? Yeah, we're basically on the same kind of oh, chair. Oh, yours Ours was... doesn't do that. You know what? Noel was sitting there last week. He might have been goofing around. I think it's a little core exercise, actually. <laughs> oh, yeah. Does that feel good? It feels... No, it doesn't. It actually burns. <laughs> By the well, way... um. So. Thank you for having me, first of all. Thank you oh. for being on. Thanks for coming on. Um, second of all, I listened to the last episode with Noel uh, yesterday, and I, I have to say this up front. You are a simp. <laughs> <laughs> Baby, I know. <laughs> Let me know if you need anything. I'm here. Buying AirPods. I was around. I was, it was in I the was moment. Screaming at my phone. Yeah. What? Yeah, well. What are you doing? She never got him. She never got him. I canceled the order, he didn't I? He came to his senses. That's a that's simp true. who came, came to his senses. senses. And it was the first and only thing that happened of its kind. I have not done that since and never will I again. Unless it's my wife. Hey, future <laughs> wife out there, baby, I got you. You want some AirPods? Because Ben is a provider. I am a provider. Also, so if you listened, you might know that Noel brought gifts, but I'm I'm looking around. I'm not. <laughs> is there, your did presence you, is present. Enough. <laughs> did you forget it in the? Okay. I must have. Uh, <laughs> I think it's, it's in my car. <laughs> yeah, no, it's fine. My no, uncle we'll used to it. do that to me and my brothers on Hanukkah. He's like, oh, my gifts are in the car. And it's like, well, go get them. And then he, he wouldn't. <laughs> well, Hanukkah's a tough one to Hanukkah do that for because there's. Eight crazy nights. Yeah, famously. that's when you end up just getting socks. It's BS. Right. I hate it. But now, as an adult, I need socks. Give me some more socks. Yeah. Mom, hey. Did Noel actually go make those hats? Yeah. No, he so. made the hats himself. No. no. He went to Lids. <laughs> yeah. He made the hats. I, cause I, thought the, I thought our producers made those. <laughs> <Went in. laughs> and so I, I thought that I would show up and they'd be like, okay, here, give them these hats. It'd be really funny. And then I got here and no hats, so. Oh, wow. damn. Well, it's okay. What's up with that? Well, someone's getting in trouble. <laughs> anyway, we got a lot to dive into. It's earnings season, boys. Earnings That's season. That's exciting, baby. isn't it? Mm-hmm. I'm excited. Yeah. I'm For what? Pumped. What what stocks are you guys excited about? Pinterest, baby. Pinterest? Always. Oh, I don't think they reported yet. Shit. Well, you know, there's a lot to watch out for. Robinhood reported. They got beat down. They were down like ten percent after they reported. Cause uh yeah, they missed. They had a big miss. So we, I, I guess there were some questions both 
externally from the audience and internally about earnings and all the fanfare around it. So, God, I guess we'll just jump right into it. Yeah, huh? explain what happens. What 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 are these earnings? What earning? Are they, are what they, are earnings? Yeah, earnings are uh, when you're a public company, you're required to post earnings per quarter, every quarter. Right. Every company revenue. Sorry, it's everything. It's revenues. It's profits. Operating it's costs. Operating costs. Everything. And ooh, your wet hair. Look at that. Yeah. Sorry. Fresh out of the ocean, boy. Yeah. Uh, <clears throat> excuse me. <laughs> I just had to clear my throat, man. Um, yeah, earnings are required for public companies. You have to post them quarterly. It varies from company to company. Like, you know, they're not all, everybody's reporting on the same day. It's like- Because it goes on their fiscal year, right? Yeah, everybody's got a different kind of setup and different fiscal year. Um, but every company is obviously different. Every company is measured- to a different standard. So something like Robinhood, which is a growth stock, it's a little forgivable if you miss certain benchmarks like revenue or profits, as long as you're still growing. But Robinhood, I mean, they IPO'd at a really high valuation and there was a lot of hype around it and they fell short of everything. I think they like fell short of revenues. They fell short of uh, profits, earnings per share. And crypto, their crypto trading was actually kind of like fell way below expectations. So the market adjusted accordingly. Why do you think all that is? Do you think it's because Robin Hood's not the only game in town anymore? I think it's probably because, yeah, they're not the only game in town. Right. You got competition. Like, I mean, public. Public, public for example. Yeah. <laughs> slash no, trill. seriously. That's a that's a big one. And pretty, what was it? Uh, trill. Trill. P-R-R-L. Slash trill. Okay. Okay. Cool. Yeah. Just making sure. Um, yeah. It. Uh, it also isn't their entire business models uh, selling order flow to Citadel like one place. Yes, it's uh, that's how they got away with doing the commission free thing. Yeah, and but now every other uh, brokerage house followed suit. They all offer commission free trading, so that ratcheted up the competition mm. for Robinhood. And I think also after the GameStop craze kind of died down, people weren't trading. <clears throat> God dang, you good? Yeah, I keep choking on myself. <laughs> uh, yeah, trading kind of dwindled in popularity because the hype wasn't there. People probably lost on GameStop. People famously like lose their shirts all the time on options trades, uh, which is really frustrating to see, but also very entertaining. When you see someone post that screenshot of like negative $200,000. Oh, lost porn. Lost porn lost on Wall Street bets is just, oh. <laughs> that's a special thing. I feel so bad for these people, but also at the same time, I really don't. Yeah. I'm like, you can't be that stupid and greedy and not expect it to catch up with you at some point. I just lack empathy as a human. Yeah? <laughs> yeah. So I look at that and I just go, <laughs> <laughs> yes, <laughs> fuck you. Yeah. How do you feel when you see gain porn? Nothing. Nothing? <laughs> no, I'm kidding. I feel, I feel like a small tinge of jealousy, especially yes. when they're like, I just opened my account yeah. last week and I hit the, should I start trading options? And I'm like... Okay, like, all right, I guess I'm just an idiot. I, I, yeah, I'm the worst type of person. I feel joy when someone fails, and yeah. I feel envy when someone succeeds. <laughs> oh, yeah, I think that's just human nature. Anyone who doesn't feel it is lying. Yeah, true. Yeah, I feel, I, yeah. I did, I, I actually feel for people, though, that lose money yeah. uh, doing options, because I did the same thing. Yeah. Like, when quarantine started, I downloaded Robinhood, just like I think everyone did. Yeah. Uh, let's try this options thing. Well, all you have to do is press a button. Yeah, I promise I won't. You <laughs> I know, promise I won't you, screw up. Yeah, that's basically what it is. Like you, they're like, you sure? How long have like, you been? Come on, just let me do it. Yeah, the the process is basically you fill out one page and yeah. it just asks, how long have you been trading? Oh, five years. Do you know what options are? 
Yes. <laughs> and then they're like, okay, <laughs> go get them. <laughs> I saw the trillionaire mindset Instagram. I'm ready to yeah, go. Yeah, I get it. <laughs> and then companies like Google, Google reported, I will get to this in a minute because I blew a huge effing trade with this Google, man. But Google reported, and of course, as always, they like beat everything and the stock, you know, it went up. Uh, huge. And what else What else reported? We had um, Shopify just today, this morning reported, and a similar thing where they were down, similar to Google, they were down in the pre-market and then just got bid to high heaven. Just like, I think Google was up like 6% yesterday. Shopify at one point today was up, I don't know, 8% or something, which on a four, $1,400 stock is tremendous. Can I interrupt real quick? Yeah. Um, so the the way that I lost money, mm-hmm. the the like the big chunk of money I lost, I think I lost like twelve grand or something like that. In was one trade? in one trade. I was trading Amazon earnings, mm. trading options. I think I shorted Amazon uh, on their earnings call, and they beat earnings or something. This is during quarantine. Yeah, and and so I've since learned you're not they. It's kind of advised not to trade earnings. Earnings are a crapshoot. Yes, famously. So I'm glad you brought that up because earnings can be just like they'll beat on every metric and yet the stock is down and you'll be going, what the hell happened? Or, you know, they'll beat or they'll miss whatever it is and the stock will do nothing. It'll just kind of trade flat. And that's called, God, I know this. I know this phrase. It's called um, maximum pain. It's called max pain. It's where it causes the the stock makes a move or lack thereof that causes the maximum amount of pain for all call holders and all put holders. Hmm. And the big winners are the market makers and the option writers. Um, that happens way more often than you think. And you see it online all the time where people are like, I don't get it. Like Apple reported record earnings, but the stock is down like 2%. Well, you could chalk it up to anything. I, the famous one is buy the rumor, sell the news. Stock goes up into the rumor. News comes out. What else is there at this point? Um, Twitter reported, and they kind of had to buy the rumor, sell the news-ish type of thing. The stock was like really going into a nice little channel, and they reported kind of in line with everything, in line with expectations. But Twitter kind of gets uh, they kind of get the 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 rough, the shit end of the stick. Yeah, now uh, with truth coming. Oh man, with Trump's Ooh, truth thing coming. Enjoy it while you can. It got Twitter. hit when that news came out. I, I posted down. a fire truth this morning. Yeah. Did you guys retruth it? <laughs> yeah, Did you re- make oh, truth? dude, I retruthed okay, it. Okay, okay. And I tr- truthed it. Okay. <laughs> is, that, is that when you like it? What are likes going to be called on there? Truth, tr- um, truth, and It's going to be called hates because we hate the truth. No, we like the truth. We like, we the, like truth. the truth. Yeah. We like the truth. We, yeah, they're truths. Truths and retruths on truth when you truth. But you can false Christ. stuff too. False? That's like dislike. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Nice. That was cool, dude. Fake news. Yeah. Yeah. Hello? Wait, uh, hello? Mark? This is Mark. Is that Mark? Shut up, it's Mark. Oh, I said hey. Mark, Emil says hi. Hello, Emil. What's going on, man? Uh, I have the name. He wants to run the new name of um, Facebook's new name is by a penis? Oh, it's Mark Zuckerberg. Yeah, yeah it's yeah, Mark yeah. Zuckerberg. Oh, Zuckerberg. Um, the new name is, uh, the it's, new it's, it's, Mark, you're breaking up a little bit, buddy, meta. you corny, meta. corny guy. Oh, it's Meta? <laughs> it's Meta? That's the best you could come up with? Just it's Meta? meta? Yeah. You're telling me that the name for the Metaverse... Uh, that it, you guys are yeah. building, supposedly, is just meta? It is meta. Cool. Okay. Ask him if we're still on for Tahoe. Are we still on for Tahoe? Yes. Tahoe in November. Yes. Yeah, we are. Okay. Can you send us each a million dollars, too? What for? Just for, like, weekend fun money. Sure. And Cody. Cody wants a million dollars, too. 
What? Just say, Cody's here. Cody's here. Hello. He says hey. Okay, hey. Okay. Hey, All right, Mark. Hey. Okay, cool. Love you. Okay, Love bye. you. Do you want to hang out? Oh, oh, never mind. He was fine. He's he's a little busy. Okay. Anyway, Facebook just announced <laughs> Facebook their just new name is name? Meta. Meta. I wonder meta. if they're going to change their ticker symbol. Did you see the Meta I posted this morning, by the way? <laughs> <laughs> Dude, I Meta'd it and re-Meta'd it. <laughs> good, yeah. good. Thank you. Man, I hope you can bully Mark Zuckerberg in Meta. I like, so. like uh, someone should make a game <laughs> where you can bully him. Wait, did you guys see that clip? I saw it on TikTok. It was like him wearing VR and he's like, look at this cool thing you can do in the metaverse. And I think someone edited it. So it shows his avatar sitting next to this woman who's also on a VR headset. Yeah. And they're sitting like at this board table. And all of a sudden, <laughs> he just grows these giant boobs. And she's like, wow, that's really cool. <laughs> Wait, I did see that. I did see that. <laughs> can you try and find that? Oh, yeah. We got to pull that up at some point. Uh, God, oh, he just man. went with meta. Just stacked Mark Zuckerberg. <laughs> oh yeah, big bolt-ons. You know that does something to your brain in this day and age, where you're just like, "Oh, okay, I guess that's kind of hmm." Okay, yeah, there, there he is. Yeah. <laughs> oh, it's yeah. on a CBS. Think it's uh, very cool. Check this out. Wow, so that's pretty neat. <laughs> this is so freaking cool. Do you have a favorite feature? This is so freaking cool. Yeah, something that you think is very cool. Yeah, check this out. Check this out. Wow, so that's wow. pretty neat. <laughs> this is so freaking cool. Do you have a favorite? Oh God! Oh, those are some smoked oh. meats right there. Yeah, some sweet some baby rays. Smoked sweater hams. Oh my God! Oh. oh, boys, I'm really mad this week. Okay, wait. Um, so, but before we get too far away from it, should we should we have you talk about earnings a little bit more and what that could mean practically for? Yeah, I guess. Um, just earnings are a crapshoot. If you're a trader out there, don't try to guess. I mean, have fun with it and play with something that you're not gonna you know, not going to miss a couple hundred bucks or something. But for the most part, earnings are a total, they're just a gamble. It's a roll of the dice. And you never, unless you really know the company, like Shopify reported today, and they missed on everything. But because they're a growth company and they're like, they recently announced deals with Alibaba and Facebook and what else? Just a bunch of other stuff. Like they... They're given some wiggle room because everybody still wants to own Shopify. So like any little dip, you're probably going to get, it's going to get bought up. So today, and I'm so pissed off. <laughs> oh, shit. <laughs> oh, fuck. Somebody, Boys, I got to tell you. Somebody, it's trading thing. It's just, it's hard sometimes. It's hard out what here happened? for a pimp. In the last week, you could have made more than like a surgeon. Off just a couple thousand bucks, just just from options between Tesla, Google, and Shopify alone. And guess what I did? What'd you do? I didn't. You made less than I surgeon. didn't. I made a a tiny little bit, but I slept in. I slept in the last couple of days. This is the this is the that's that's why because yeah because I slept in. till seven a.m. instead of waking up at five thirty. My alarm goes off at five thirty, but this week I was just like, nah, I just gotta sleep, man. I gotta sleep in. Damn. And you gotta, Idiot. I you gotta move out. to the East Coast, man. Uh, and Tesla, I, I mean, there's there's lessons to be learned from each of these. So like Google, they reported it was a solid earnings report. They were down after hours. And I, I remember seeing that and I was like, oh, okay, there's probably going to be a trade here. But maybe since it's just been up for the last year, just in a solid uptrend. Okay, so there's a, there's a big lesson here. Can we pull up the chart on Google? I want to show you guys. Do you guys know what you're looking at here? For the listener, you're going to have to watch it on YouTube because we got a chart, a stock chart. Beautiful candles. Beautiful candles. These are <laughs> called candlesticks for those of you who don't know. And I'm not going to get into the, you know, red is down, white or black is up. 
Those little bars along the bottom, that's the volume. That's how many shares were traded that day. So you can see the big spikes were each of the, you know, at the end of April, you had a big spike and a gap up. That was an earnings report. Again, in July, another earnings report. And then this week for October. Was that Slack? <laughs> it's Mark again. He oh, God. <laughs> he's hitting us up on. Hey, he's guys, woofing us. He wants us to bring <laughs> some more, more some <laughs> sweet baby rays. He's asking for sweet baby rays for Tahoe. Uh, so you had, you had Google in this relentless uptrend. This is only for the last, like, this, this chart only goes back to April. But if you were to zoom out even further, you would see that it just, it's like, I think it's over 100% in the last 52 weeks, last year. And so they reported... And that blue line going up is the 50-day moving average. That is like one of the standard metrics that most traders and investors use for like short to mid medium-term momentum. It's clearly going up. The trend is up. And when you have something like Google that everybody clearly wants to own no matter what price, because the market cap now is at like $1.96 trillion, which is insane. When you have... That's the trillionaire mindset. That is. I mean, that's Sundar Literally. Pichai. I think that's the name of the CEO. He's got that trillionaire mindset. He truly there. does. Dude, he came from... Multi-trillionaire yeah. mindset. <laughs> they did a split, I think, a few months ago. And it just, it just... Everybody just needs to own Google, I guess, just at any price, which makes sense because they are everything. Hey, what do you use? Do you use Bing? No. I'm using DuckDuckGo, baby. Yeah, you do? Really? Do you actually? No. I think more people... Should. They're growing a yeah. lot. Uh, now that I don't know, it, we're like entering this new age of people wanting to own their own data, totally. which I know has been a thing forever. But now that a Apple actually implemented the privacy stuff, mm -hmm. and you know, you can see that in Snap stock, they're down like oh, yeah, I heard a lot of people's earnings. Oh my god, Snap is down like crazy because they've finally come out and been like, "This is completely fucked our business." No, same way. with Facebook. Yeah. Yes, I didn't. I didn't even know that. Yeah, it's have crazy. You, did, but you've seen on your like phone now, you have to accept that Apple or yeah, that the app can track your data. I did see that recently. So now a lot of apps are getting locked out. Whoa! You have to opt in. Right. So they, yeah. So is Apple doing that to screw other companies? Yes. Or to like protect people or both? Both. Well, they're saying it's wow. they're selling it as like we care about your data. But yeah. Like we want it. It's a big part of their brand now, but Apple, it's also you... <laughs> a complete fuck you to Mark Zuckerberg. Yeah. And I think that's, I mean, I, that paired with all the shit that they're going through. Yeah. Uh, with, you know, extremist content and everything. They're oh, yeah. fucked. That's why he's doing this. Because he wants to make someone else CEO of Facebook. And then he can work on his passion project, which is the metaverse. But he's Facebook a... is still going to exist. It's just like, this is like an alphabet type movie. Exactly. Yeah. Interesting. How Google changed their so name. So those guys alphabet. can just yeah, like wipe their clean hands. Yeah, clean Sergey Brin and um, Larry Page just mm -hmm. don't even. And now former CEO Eric Schmidt, that guy, oh man, he was a sicko. He had like a sex yacht. A sot? A se <laughs> <laughs> That's what they call it. A 900 footer, dude. <laughs> Remember? What's his name? Yeah, the 800 footer. Yeah, the 800 footer. Well, so anyway, these guys just, and by the way, on the way up, Insiders from Google were just dumping tens of millions of dollars worth of stock, which doesn't necessarily mean anything because when you're worth $30 billion, it's a drop in the bucket. But so the lesson here, sort of, I mean, if there is a lesson, it's more just for me relenting about how effing annoyed I am. You could have bought the 2850 call options uh, the, the morning after earnings on Google for like five bucks. 2850? Yeah, what the 2850 mean? strike, meaning... You want Google to go to at least twenty eight fifty. Yes, that's the strike sure. price at which 
you hope to at least, that's where you want the puck to go mm-hmm. per share, 28.50. And intraday, meaning the same day, Google shot as high as, went to all-time highs above 29.50. So those options were like five bucks in the morning and shot to $100 in the middle of the day. So you could have bought, you could have bought one of them for 500 bucks. And at the end of the day, or not the end of the day, but at some point during the day, you could have sold them for ten grand. Just the one. Jesus. I know. I know. And where were you? I was Sleeping. asleep. Sleeping. And by the time I woke up, it had already shot up <clears> to <throat> like twenty eight fifty. So I thought, oh, the move is over. But part of it was, all right, it was right around that fifty day moving average. So it's like, all right, it's either gonna get rejected again and start like maybe going having a midterm downtrend or it's going to swipe right above and that's what it did it shot right back above that 50-day moving average so that tells you that the strength is still just i mean it's insane and the volume that coincides with it so that's what you can do with options and the last thing i'll say here is with a stock like this where the prevailing trend has been up the odds are in your favor (laughs) it's going to keep going you know another tiktok that i saw um, sorry, I keep bringing up TikTok. No, but, TikTok's cool. Uh, it is cool. It's like an app. We like TikTok. social media yeah. app, and there's some good videos on there. Yeah, there's some actually. sick vids. Yeah, yeah. Follow, follow the trillionaire mindset on TikTok. Yes, we'll lagging behind on there. Hundred percent. Get us to like a thousand, and I'll do a dance or something. But I think it would like what kind of like a what kind of dance? <laughs> I don't know. The people a could haka pick. dance. I'll do the haka dance. No, like don't they do dan- they do dances on TikTok? I'll do one. Oh yeah, get us to thousand. Uh-huh. Squaw. But I'll actually try. It won't be like an ironic. <laughs> that is one of them. Yeah. Squad, the squash hoop dance. That's like all that. <laughs> Go on. What were you? <laughs> I think it was another kind of finance stock podcast, which by the way, fuck that. Mm-hmm. This one's much better. Uh, but they had some guy on. He was talking about how he worked for a billionaire. And uh, I guess he was doing analysis. Did you see that? Yeah. <laughs> doing an analysis on some trade he was going to pitch to the billionaire. And the billionaire was like, what are you doing? He's like, well, I'm doing analysis. I want to pitch you something. And he's like deep in charts and shit like that. And the guy was like, fuck all that. This is this is my principle. Like if it's moving up and to the right, most likely it's going to keep going that way. Mm-hmm. If it's moving down and to the right, most likely it's going to keep going that way. That's so true. Winners tend to keep winning. Losers tend to keep losing. So is doesn't that mean – now, I, I don't mean to like offend day trading at all. No. But I, I it's it kind of seems like options – and derivatives and stuff it's just gambling it's totally gambling it's yeah. not it's there's nothing there that you're not trading on like the fundamentals of the business you're also not supporting the business at all right you, like if you want to support a business and you believe in a business just buy the stock and hold it absolutely okay there are i mean there are merits to buying options there are billionaires who buy options genuinely to position themselves long right like that makes i mean sense. but for traders yeah it's a tool uh, to capitalize on moves like that. Because, yeah, you could have bought the stock outright, but if you only had $1,000 in your account, A, you shouldn't be trading options. <laughs> and B, just save your money, man. I don't know. But there is, like, just how <clears throat> just how there are gamblers who make a living at it because they can kind of play the odds and count cards and, th- and stuff. You can, I mean, you can make informed trades and informed decisions totally where you define your risk and you see like all right google just reported their earnings you've got this 50-day moving average right here it's near support whatever and you can kind of gauge the risk reward there so it's just it is still gambling but it's a lot more informed and yeah there's potential there yeah i think if yeah it seems like 
when it's your job and you know what you're doing and you spend all day actually doing research and, and making be, informed decisions, yes. then it probably makes sense. But for someone like me who like I was I was, you know, I was look, looking at Robin Hood and I was trying to give it the time that you need to, but I just couldn't really dedicate the right amount of time to making money on options. So right. I only lost money. And the only money I've made in the stock market is just because I was like, listen, Shopify is the backbone of e-commerce. I need to own this stock because yeah. it's I mean, it's only it, it's only going to go up. Yeah. And it has like that. That one has made a bunch of money for me. I mean, not a bunch of money, but I mean, I had like two thousand dollars in it or something like that. Nice. But it's it percentage wise, it's gone up a lot since I bought it. Yeah. I had it at 300 bucks from the COVID lows and I sold it at like 350 for a trade. Yeah. And I deeply regret it because yeah. I should have just held on. I also, I owned so many things at the COVID lows that I sold because I'm a stupid idiot. And Shopify was another one this morning. Shopify, when they, uh, you could have bought the, uh, what was it? The 1450 strike calls. They were like 75 cents. You could have bought 10 of them for $750 and they went up to like 50 bucks or something like that. So that's $750 into 50 grand. Damn, the amount of money. And I didn't wake up. <laughs> yeah, I know. It's... We're going to have to do a rewatch of Wall Street too. So Tesla was the big <laughs> thing that I really wanted to talk about because uh, Tesla last week, the chart. So this is where trading and charting kind of does make sense and can inform, it can help you make informed trades that are like well-defined within your risk parameters and your risk appetite. Um, so God, I just, this one's painful just cause for so many reasons, Tesla's just like, it just doesn't stop. No. It's just such a cult stock and has been for so long. And it's like, there was a point where no matter what news came out, it just, it only helped the stock because everybody kind of seemed to collectively know that there were so many haters and so many people <laughs> shorting it that it's like, well, screw those people. We can just squeeze them. And then it just... But now it's riding high on good news. Yeah. They uh, they announced, what, on Monday? Yeah. A deal with Hertz. Yeah. Hertz is buying, what, 100,000 electric 100, vehicles from Tesla yeah. to... Uh, Restock their rental car fleet. And the stock? It was worth $4.2 billion. Yep. That deal? Mm -hmm. So now their market cap is over a trillion? Yep. It hit over a trillion dollars. And we got a chart here to show you what the trade could have been. Um, so on this chart, and again, for those listening, you got to just go to YouTube. That red line that I drew horizontally is the previous all-time high reached in January of this year. And then it took all year for the, for the price to kind of come back up. It was just about $900 a share. And on Friday, it broke above that. And I wasn't paying attention. And if you were a savvy trader and you're paying attention and you're watching Tesla and you had this chart up on Friday of last week, you could have, you could have easily picked up the 950 strike calls, which were like five bucks. You could have bought, say you bought 10 of them, five grand. And the way pricing with options works, for those of you who don't know, even though it's like, say the option is $1, because it controls 100 shares of stock, just move the decimal over two places to the right, and that's how much one contract costs. So $5 option costs $500. You buy 10 of them, $5,000. Simple enough, right? Yeah. So anyway, you had, it was more likely than not, just knowing Tesla stock and how when it comes to like a resistance like that, that's almost a year old, that it's probably just going to plow right through it. Uh, What's it going to uh, do? Like that. <laughs> just going to 
break right above it because look at what happened. And I put my note there. Wow, okay, no, that's fine <laughs> because like – That's a big oh, old candle. Yeah, that's a huge – that's a huge, <laughs> huge move. And it just – because there were probably people who were short going into that thinking, oh, man, it's going to hit this – people who bought – like if you were short, you were thinking, oh, people who bought the top – in January are going to finally want to get out because it's been all year and they're finally at break even, right? You would think that, but no. So you could have bought the 900. Oh, does, does, do you see that happen? Yeah, that happens all the time. Like uh -huh. if, uh, you know, resistance becomes support and support becomes resistance. So it, everyone, you expected everyone right there to be like, all right, finally I'm back even, I'm dumping all my stock. Yeah, you would think so. But I mean, leading <laughs> up to that, leading up to that, you see that like kind of surge just the last couple of weeks that says that there's a lot of buying interest still okay. and it wouldn't surprise me if there were savvy people who knew that this hurts news was coming because someone always knows yeah like I there know. were people because right after the news came out there were commercials on instagram right. for it. crooks my buddy on the hurts commercial was like you gotta buy big no, I'm joking. I, was, <laughs> I was like, don't admit he was that like, on the fucking <laughs> Tom Brady. No, I if wish. You were like working on that commercial and you knew that this news was coming and you saw this chart set up, you could have But you go to jail. If Do you think it's worth explaining the, like, I don't know if you guys have seen the meme of like, people have been like, well, you know, just a, a year ago, Hertz is bankrupt and now they're, they're shelling out 4.2 billion for- well, they raised a lot of money because... Yeah, but, well, so they went through Chapter 11 bankruptcy, allowing them to, like, restructure. It doesn't mean, you know, it's it allows them to... The court will be like, there's still a good business plan here. They've sure. hit a problem, which was the COVID pandemic, but they can still be profitable. What yeah. does that mean? What does Chapter 11 bankruptcy well, so there's mean? Like you don't have to pay your debts? They got a lot of debt discharge. There's different types... I forget all of chapter them. Like, seven chapter is seven is full on liquidation. liquidation. Yeah, so you're that's done. you're selling everything off to pay your debts, mm -hmm. and then once you've sold everything off, your debts can be forgiven. Uh, chapter eleven is usually with businesses. Chapter thirteen is, I think, a similar thing for individuals. But chapter eleven, you're saying like, look, don't shut this business down. There's a good business model here. Let, let us reorganize and. All we need is a few tabs. <laughs> Come on, that's all we need. Because I mean, it's. It is a profitable bit. Like no one could have foresaw the pandemic coming and just mm. travel coming to a complete halt. Yeah. So uh, I saw it coming. You, <laughs> me too. My friend told me. He's on the commercial. <laughs> so they were, yeah, and they were allowed to uh, have some debt forgiven. They got a lot of. Yeah, they you got refinance. new capital investments. Yeah, you and, do all kinds yeah. of stuff. I mean, I think this is. I mean, I don't know anything about this, but I think it's a pretty smart move. Like just oh yeah, surface level. I looked at that and I was like, that's. Kind the, of genius. Everyone wants to drive a Tesla. Yes. So when they go to a new city, if it's cheap enough, people will just rent a Tesla. Well, that's the, they bought. Which ones do they buy? The, the lowest. Yeah, I think model? so. Yeah, so they're going to be cheap as fuck. Are they? It'll, that's, it'll be like I'm just curious because like they don't get any price break. It's just they pay the same price. Elon Musk tweeted that. Yeah, because oh, it was gonna... it was basically forty two thousand dollars per. Yeah, but but I meant that's like in terms of what they're going to like charge people to rent them. Right. It'll probably be the same as like a Jeep. Sure. Yeah, then that makes because literally I don't know about you, guys, but when I rent a car, I'm literally just like, give me the cheapest one. I don't mm -hmm. need to roll around in like a fucking. Oh, you can drive that thing like yeah. a race car, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Noel Miller style, <laughs> right? Ripping corners, making your girlfriend <laughs> going, squeal in the front right. seat, going 25 in a Hyundai. <laughs> I That's also what think I, I also think they're going to be installing. It's going to help the network of chargers and everything because they're going to be installing charging stations at every Hertz. Probably going to help their uh, their AI thing too. The more people out there driving, the more yeah yeah it teaches the robot. It definitely won't hurt it. No. <laughs> <laughs> 
I yeah. got it. Hurts it. <laughs> it was no, pretty good. Yeah, really good. Well, so that news really pushed Tesla, and uh, yeah, those those 950 strike options went from like five bucks to, God, I think a hundred and I want to say a hundred and thirty eight dollars. So five thousand into a hundred and thirty eight thousand dollars, you could have done. Jesus Christ! Yeah, or twenty five hundred into whatever half of one hundred and thirty eight thousand is. I can't do that math in my head. Seventy thousand, just under seventy thousand dollars. And that's why you should trade options. That's why you. Well, that's why you can. Like, there are. There are. The biggest thing with trading options is be patient. Wait for the fat pitch. Wait for the meatball, man. There you go. And the meatball. The meatballs come. Don't. Don't. Just when you're feeling like, oh man, I got to get in there. That's when you know that you shouldn't. Because the meatballs come, but you still oh, miss. The meatballs come, and ba- baby, you whiff. My bat is like a wet noodle, and I'm just, huh. <laughs> sucks. God. So like between yeah, between Google, Tesla, and Shopify, with my trading style, I should have easily cleared like a hundred and something thousand dollars. And I, I you were didn't. sleeping. I was sleeping. But you were getting a good sleep. Was it good? Was it good? I don't know. No, it, it was good. terrible. I wake up every morning at like four to pee. <laughs> oh yeah. Ever since I turned like twenty five, I can't sleep through the night. I can't. When I sleep on my back, it's there's something in my body that's like we gotta manufacture piss now, <laughs> and I have to pee. If I pee. <laughs> He's on his back, quick. <laughs> Now's our chance. That's what happens. My dumb body Ruit. is just like, yes. Yeah, Push like, the piss. <laughs> and then I got to go within 20 minutes. Yeah. So if I were ever in a situation, God, I hope I end up in some life or death situation where they're like, we can't get out of this room unless someone pees. <laughs> I'm going to be like, hold on. <laughs> Let me take a nap real quick. <laughs> we just lay on my back. <laughs> I, can, I can go hours without drinking any liquid. But if you put me on my back, my body will find it. Interesting. Somewhere. It'll pull it out of the ground. I don't know. It sucks. Anywho. Here's the thing. Does Tesla keep going up? Like, it kind of seems at some point, and people, I, I, I feel like people have just been waiting for it to crash eventually. That's the thing. So just back on the bankruptcy stock thing, when a stock goes bankrupt in Chapter 11, a Q is put, the letter Q is put on the end of the, I mean, the ticker symbol will change to something, but there's always a Q at the end of it. So when you see a ticker out there with a Q at the end of it, they're in bankruptcy proceedings. And there is this whole subculture of people out there who are like the Tesla Q people. Not like QAnon or okay. anything, but they've just been haters of Tesla since... Elon took over. Okay. Because and they've rightfully so, they've got a lot of good points, but it's like the market is always right. Like price action rules above what you think and even what facts may be out there. Cause they do also I mean, we'll do our deep dive one of these days, but like they do all sorts of things to juice their numbers. Like uh I mean famously Bitcoin a few months buying, ago when he bought Bitcoin. Yeah. Like without that Bitcoin profit, Tesla would have reported a loss. Right. Well, I mean, that's a, just an interesting question because a lot of people are saying on the internet, like how, like, like I'm wondering if you can explain Tesla's valuation because I, I think I saw something online where it was like, it was a chart where Tesla is now at a trillion dollars and it was like the next nine car oh, manufacturers yeah. combined didn't have a market cap yeah, of a trillion dollars. And, and actually, I'll add to that. I have a, I have a question about like uh, a company's market cap or what they're trading at. Mm-hmm. In relation to their profits or their 
yeah, uh, like revenue PE or, ratio. Yeah, yeah, profit price earnings. Yeah, yes. price earnings. It Tesla is like remarkably high. Oh, it's it? like four hundred and something. Yeah, which um, is just never. Well, and the it case. goes back to what you were talking. Like you know, you were saying like, isn't this all just gambling? And I mean, it seems like a running thread of this show is that like our economy is just based on speculation and not people actually creating, yeah, products or you know, well, it's just all speculation. It's all consumerism and rampant speculation yeah and gambling gambling (laughs) but like you guys bring up really interesting questions and points um a lot of the metrics that the old school used to use like pe ratios like market cap just doesn't seem to matter anymore Mm -hmm. like they do it's kind of like confirmation bias like oh if something drops from great heights and it's like well it was sporting a two trillion dollar valuation it was bound to come down it's like is that really what did it who knows Valuations, it just sort of, it's its all crowd and herd thinking these days. It's just like, do you like the company? Do you want to own it? Yes or no? And it like PE ratios and market caps be damned. We're in like this new, and who knows if it's temporary or it's permanent, where it's just, it doesn't matter. You want to own Shopify? You got to own Shopify. You want to buy Amazon? You've got to own Amazon. It just doesn't matter what their what valuation metrics you use because for every one where it's like oh their pe ratio is 400 and something it's like yeah well you could just as well say that the potential market for automated taxis is in the trillions so by that metric it's actually undervalued which is a lot of what the like tesla permables ah i see but and also, like Elon Musk's brand is factored into that. Absolutely, to some extent, like buying... he has a shit ton of fans. Yeah, and part of it is buying into his cult. Yes, and people feel like by proxy, you're kind of buying into like SpaceX and Starlink. Yeah, because who knows how he's going to maybe meld those companies one day right. to be no, trade like under one the big hyperloop. Yeah, it's all. I mean, boring. The boring company, the flamethrower guy oh, company. <laughs> How is he going to tie all those together? Uh, I don't know. It's going to be under some stupid acronym. Like it's going to be called like sixty nine or something, so he can giggle. Sixty nine. Oh, 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 oh. It's going to be called um, Shiba Shiba Coin Tesla four twenty. <laughs> oh, oh. That was I a mean, terrible joke. The, that was pretty good, honestly. That was a good impression. I just he oh, man. Well, is this a good time to? Well, yeah. So his net worth, the news, he his net worth went up thirty six billion dollars, the most in a single day. He did and it. This is what he tweeted on yeah. the day. He tweeted. Well, he tweeted wild times with the emphasis on the one fun, trillion dollar market yeah. cap. So, oh, oh, oh! I, I thought it, I kind of. I mean, I guess it still kind of is a flex, but I thought he was talking about his net worth. <laughs> no, he. is. I guess he kind of is. Kind of is. Oh, yeah. But, Michael uh, Saylor, <laughs> Michael Saylor, the CEO of uh, MicroStrategy, who pivoted <laughs> to Bitcoin, tweeted, "Congratulations! The first trillion is always the hardest," which is a play on who was it? I think Charlie Munger or something said that to some rapper, like the first million, the first billion is the hardest. <laughs> I don't know, man. First cut is the deepest. Charlie Munger. Do you guys know who Charlie Munger is? Oh, the old jazz drummer. He no. <laughs> <laughs> Charlie Munger is um. He's uh, Warren Buffett's like right hand man okay. business partner. Okay. But I saw an interview with him. He's like he all he does now is go on speaking tours because everybody considers him and Warren Buffett to he be the best. Two Nancys. Oh, that's, that's awkward. Weird. These guys. Yeah, are Nancy sickos. Huggins and Nancy Barry. Absolute scoundrels. Yeah. Anyway, so Charlie uh, Charlie was asked what he thinks about Elon Musk, and he said something like. Um, 
people who think highly of themselves tend to like actually live up to that kind of something like that. I'm paraphrasing. It was something like that. But then uh, he said he doesn't own Tesla stock, wouldn't buy it, but he also wouldn't sell it short, which is kind of uh, what a lot of people think. It's just like, you don't know. Just it, let it, it be. It could, because before, it, it before it became this prolific, like, gotta own it thing, it was uh, it was pretty volatile. Like, there were days when it would drop 20% on, because it was all hanging on, like, how many cars are they going to be able to produce? And all the all the perma bears the guys who hate tesla would point out like they're making cars in tents in parking right. lots right and they love to point out how they have like the the craftsmanship on these things the build quality is just garbage mm-hmm. like gaps in oh. the oh my god i see tiktoks about that all the time yeah me too but it, it was also kind of because like it wasn't for sure that the ev market was like here to stay wasn't That's it like too. even five years ago people were still like oh i don't know if this is gonna you know, catch on. Yeah. yeah I and mean, now I'm everyone, like looking, obviously it's the future, but yeah. I'm looking for a new car and I was like, I basically paused because all the supply chain issues, I was like, I don't want to pay more for a fucking Dude, car if this fucked. stuff will all yeah. come, come back down. But then I was like, I was just looking at a regular gas car and I was like, this feels fucking stupid to get a gas car. I should just get an electric vehicle. You want to buy my old Volvo? Is it electric? No. No. I mean, it's got electric parts to it. It's got a no, radio. No, no, no. It's got a cassette tape I radio. I want that new Subaru electric coming yeah. out in 2022. Yeah. Well, so Elon, do, you guys, do you guys like Elon? No. No. Not a fan. Not at all. I, I, think, I think Elon, these nuts in your mouth, I could have gotten you there with <laughs> something. Elon? Elon. That's nothing, but oh, I just, it, it was perfectly set up. It, it, For it, these it, nuts in your mouth? If joke? it was something, it could yeah. have been Elon. Feel on these nuts. Oh Elon man, you got nuts. me. <laughs> Dang it, I walked right into that. Well, I'm gonna get somebody one day. Felon, I bet he would crack up at that. I was gonna say, he would, <laughs> he would that. love he that. Would love that. Oh, oh, oh. It's very good. He, he made a these nuts joke with my name. Uh. Are you an Elon fan? No, not really. I mean, I don't know. You're not. Like I think one he's of the definitely weird, changed the world. Yeah, you're not one of the like, really weird Elon stands. No. Okay. You guys all know the meme where it's like the it's the Simpsons thing, and it's like Homer jumping in front of a poo, and it's like Elon Musk, weird nerds on the internet. <laughs> oh yeah, how they would basically take a bullet for him. Yeah, and it's just inexplicable. <laughs> Why? It's just the richest guy in the world, Gosh, and you guys man. are like, no, he's actually good. <laughs> he's Tony Stark. <laughs> no, he's not. Uh, yeah, he's, I think he's worth now almost $300 billion. Good for him. It's just good for him. Oh my God. No, he did it. So we, we have, he, he tweeted something about the wealth tax. Um, he said, uh, according to their own estimates, this, so so just a little background. There's a, there's a reconciliation package that's been, I mean, it's been going on for months. It's, it's a fucking joke at this point, but, uh, they are talking about ways they're going to raise the money to do this. And one of them they floated was a billionaire tax. It would be a tax on like unrealized gains, the wealthiest people. And, uh, but yeah, it's unrealized gains. Right. Which, so which it's is not, like kind of ridiculous, but yeah. I, for billionaires, that definitely makes sense because they don't pay taxes because they just hold stock right. and then they take out loans. Right, against the stock. Against the stock. That's what Elon does. Yes. Right. So then they paid zero stock because they don't make a salary. Right. But they're still rich as fuck. So this kind of makes sense, I think. It does. But what, it's... his tweet? No, 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 not not his tweet. I'm talking about the 
the unrealized gains tax. Oh, yeah. I, think. I don't know. The unrealized gains tax is like, yeah, I don't really know because, yeah, someone like Elon Musk, if he's got a $50 billion tax bill and then he has to liquidate the only thing that he has, which is Tesla stock, it could hurt the stock price, which could then have, you know, there's a slippery slope, I guess, some people think, because it could have cascading effects. And like Mitt Romney was like, all the billionaires aren't going to want to participate in the stock market anymore. Right. They're going to want to buy valuable art instead, which is which famously liquid. Do. Yeah, they already got that. that. We can play the clip. Uh, but yeah, that's it's just great. He went up $36 billion in a day and he's already complaining about. Yeah, Elon, Elon said. In- and he's trying to pin it on. So he says, according to their own estimates, this tax only covers 10% of three three and a half trillion dollar spending bill, which is fine. It does. It's not like there are other ways to make money. There are other ways to raise money. Yeah, it doesn't, me. it doesn't mean that it's not going to cover it. And then he says, where will the other 90% come from? The answer is you. And he's Us. saying like, that's going to come from ordinary people. And it's like, mm. that's a tax on 700 of the wealthiest people in the fucking country. There are other ways to raise revenue. It's like, this is, and he's just trying to make it like, just every, trying to get everybody to be like, yeah, we to don't defend want them taking the richest money. man in the world. Yeah. Which well, is, yeah. It's insane. And then he says, uh, US national debt is roughly 28.9 trillion or roughly 230,000 per taxpayer. Even taxing all billionaires, he puts in quotes, at 100% would make only a small dent in that number. So obviously the rest must come from the general public. This is basic math. Spending is the real problem. He's and not he wrong. Links to U- he links to usdebtclock.org. And we've covered what the debt is. It's the issuance right. of bonds that the government then has to pay interest on. It's not necessarily the same thing as you or I racking up credit card debt, right? Because we can't, we're not buying and spending with Ben Bucks no. where I can just print as many as I want. It's like... Right. He's doing like a crazy, weird right-wing talking point of like... It's not even... Right, like, many people use this. Like, they they use the debt as a reason why we can't spend anymore. And don't get me yeah. wrong. The government shouldn't... The government does have spending problems. Like, we shouldn't be... We do waste money left and right, but... Come on, son. I sure, bet he'd but, be he'd be singing a different tune if the government bought some Teslas. Well, I mean, I think he, he gets paid out of Hertz I, book. I think he has <laughs> sung a different tune. I mean, you can look it up. He's 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 been saved and bailed out by oh, by government yeah. subsidies yes. to the tune of like five point nine billion dollars. Oh man, this Tesla has survived not, by the skin yes. of their teeth because of government subsidies. Speaking of for like Mitt AD. Romney, he used to fucking. I think he used to dog on Obama for like saving Tesla. He was like, it's a failure. That's part of why I think uh, Elon Musk is untouchable because of SpaceX, because he knows that's I, I'm convinced that part of the reason why he just openly mocked the SEC, the Securities and Exchange Commission, and he's untouchable because the government needs SpaceX and they need him to stay solvent. They need they need Elon Musk, man. So is this a good time to uh, buy Tesla stock? No. Oh. <laughs> Touch on the, the other news of, uh, you know. The top one percent now have more wealth than the entire middle class, which is sixty percent of Americans. Jesus Christ! <laughs> they did it, guys. <laughs> Congrats! <laughs> can I? This can was I have a, my jar? Do we have the jar of pennies? This was a, that's that's what it looks like to be in the top one percent. Yeah, that's yeah, it. You got a cigar. And you have four yep. floozies behind you, and you're playing. Focus. You're playing. Uh, what is that? Croquet. Yep. Uh, 
They give you a bow tie, actually. As soon as you crack the top 1%, they give you a bow tie. But this this was a funny one. Like, it's, it's your honorable... I thought it was going to be stupid to uh, even cover because I was like, oh, everyone's going to talk. I haven't seen it really anywhere. And I think it's kind of a bummer to me. I f- like It makes me feel like these new stories will just keep coming out and being like, the rich have dunked on the poor once again yeah. and own more and more. And no one will care. They'll just go, yeah, that's just how... Here's, I have a question. So, so there's like now there's like a record number of wealth in like the boomer generation that has yet to trickle down, right? Mm -hmm. How is that eventually going to happen? When they die. Yeah. Because they are taking it with them. They might, I mean, it might not happen. A lot of boomers might just say, screw it. I'm going to buy an RV. I'm going to buy a jet ski. I'm going to buy a second home. But their arteries are so clogged with McDonald's. (laughs) that I don't know if that's going to happen. The government's putting, uh, uh, what's that stuff in the water? Fluoride in the water to poison them. <laughs> they they need to kill boomers because Social Security is not going to be funded for by the time we reach 2030 or something. I don't know It'll what I'm funded. saying, We you can guys. fund it. Yeah, we can fund it. But that wealth does eventually go somewhere when when they pass away. And when they have to start taking it out of their IRAs, if they've got traditional IRAs, they have to take out the required minimal minimum um, uh, withdrawal is like, I don't know, $6,000 or something like that, or some percentage when you're 72 and a half, I think. But uh, it eventually does start to come out. But but doesn't it also happen like, you know, when the economy suffers and stock market goes down, so people are able to get in because other people are selling right. their wealth? Yeah. That should be something that happens. But it has not happened because... Well, it happens so much faster these days because everybody now, all millennials, we are now older and a lot of us have money in our pockets that we are ready to like swoop in and buy the dip. There's also the the passive uh, investment boom where people just, you know, they max out their 401ks. So at the start of every month, there's this massive inflow of money coming into the stock market from people contributing to their 401ks, their IRAs, their pension funds, like everything just, there's this, there's so much cash out there just sitting on the sidelines. It's insane. I think it's over like $2 trillion in cash that, like that people have. That. Yeah, I'd love yeah, to get it'd be a tight. Bit. You should do a heist of some sort. <laughs> Steal something from somebody. I don't know. But what's infuriating for a lot of people, myself included, is... The the wealth disparity, especially over the last two years, has largely been created by the Federal Reserve and by Jerome Powell, who was in such an impossible position because he had to st- they had to step in and do something to like stem the bleeding and stop the bleeding. And it worked, but at what cost? It's like it so when you see all these headlines about people the rich becoming richer, it's because they did the only thing that they could do and they uh, they stopped the stock market from going down and they implemented easy money policies that made it so that stocks would just rocket right back up to all-time highs and beyond, which helps who? The rich people the rich, who own right. stock. Well, on the stock. Do you guys want me to explain why that happens? It's very simple. Yes. Yes? Okay. Good, because if you said no, I was just going to No, let's like, talk about something well, else. Okay. <laughs> is well, that why this is here? So, yeah, this is a visualization <laughs> that I'm going to get to in a moment, this handy uh, bucket of pennies. This isn't a bucket. This is a, I don't know what this is. What do you call these things? Pitchers. Pitcher. Thank you very much. 
So the Federal Reserve, uh, how do I explain this? Uh, the Federal Reserve wanted to inject money into the system because liquidity is everything and liquidity is good. And when there is a lack of liquidity, that's when prices tend to just plummet. Or, you know, it can skyrocket too, but generally it's in the other direction, an undesirable direction. And the way that they inject money into the system is, and what they did was, they buy bonds every day, tens of billions of dollars worth of bonds, and they buy it from institutions, banks. And so these, if you're a bank and the Fed is buying bonds from you that you hold, they're buying them back, suddenly you've got cash, right? Or if you're an individual who's got bonds, you've got cash. What are you going to do with that cash? Where else is it going to go but the stock market? And part of it also is because the Fed lowers interest rates so that it's not smart to hold bonds because the yield on them is so low. It's like, why am I going to hold a billion dollars worth of bonds that are yielding 1.1% when I can park that money in the stock market and make more yield? So it's like this feedback loop. And that's why you see the COVID drop just went like this and then absolutely just rocketed well beyond and into all-time highs because the only place to put your money is the stock market. Make sense? Mm -hmm. And it's like that works and that's good and that helps a lot of people, especially if you're middle class and you got a 401k and an IRA, but at the same time, it's like it does serve to expand that wealth gap, which begs the question that we wanted to get into is... How much is enough? Right. How much is there and should there should there be a wealth cap? But I also think it goes along with something else we were talking about, which I mean, so there's more to it. There's there's policy policy decisions and there's uh there's you know, corporate greed that mm -hmm. goes into this. I mean, I don't know, I'm sure people have heard the term strike tober. There's a lot of uh I mean, not that many there, but the biggest one is probably John, John Deere. Deere with the United Auto Workers. I mean, that's a huge strike. That's ten thousand that's 10,000 workers on strike right and now. And why are they going on strike? Uh, well, number one, I think they were pissed off after the pandemic. A lot of workers are feeling this where they were called essential and now all of a sudden they're like, okay, business is back to normal. And, uh, you know, they're not seeing the wage increases they should have. I think, I think their wage increase didn't even match inflation. Yeah. They also did this thing, which is becoming pretty common now, of uh, they're tearing off employees. So they're saying like tier one employees can still get all these benefits. If you're in after a certain amount of time, if you get hired now, you're tier two. You don't have access to the same healthcare benefits. You don't have access to the same pensions. And luckily you're seeing solidarity. Like tier one people are saying like, no, we're going on strike with them. Like we don't want these tiers anymore. Um, and like, and you, you'll have a lot of, there'll be intergenerational workers. So, I mean, there may be people who are like, I want, you know, my sons and daughters to have access to the same benefits and wages that I have. Um, but I mean, there's also, I don't think they've gone on strike yet. Kaiser nurses are at like, I think most recently it's at like 40,000 nurses out of like 200,000 are ready to strike. Uh, IATSE, everyone I'm sure has heard about the, uh, film production and TV production people. Yeah. Uh, they averted a strike, but they still have to vote on it. So they could still strike. There's nurses in Massachusetts on strike. Um, it's, I mean, people are sick of it. Yeah. And They're people, fed up. and I mean, there was a, like there, someone did a nice little tweet thread of like what, you know, these companies profits and 
how much they could be making if they just gave everyone pretty sizable raises. Like mm-hmm. we're talking about like $20 an hour. Yeah. Um, so yeah, people are pissed and you know, there's a tight labor market, meaning that like if someone walks off the job, it's not very easy for them to just replace them. Right. So they have a little bit of power, but I mean, it's still, it's not great. I mean, cause they're seeing like for John Deere is an example. They're seeing, Oh, this company that I work for, now is posting record profits. Right. CEO is getting a huge bonus. Exactly. Dividends are being increased. They're paying the shareholders. They're sharing it with the shareholders. Where's our cut? Right. Mm. Which is like, you know, that's totally valid. Is the right. maximum wage for like executives? I think the maximum wage, I mean, would... In Sweden? Would, uh, yes. The maximum wage, that was an old article that we had pulled up. It was in Switzerland. There was a push for a maximum wage uh, for... But I mean, yeah, I imagine it would... I mean, it could be anyone, but I imagine it would mostly hit the like executives. Um, they were pushing for a maximum wage. There was going to be a, a ratio from a multiple right. of I think they were minimum, pushing of like wage, which would in- encourage them to raise wages if they want to make more too. Yes, yeah, exactly. So like, hey, CEO man, you want to make more money? Bump up that pay for the janitor guy scrubbing the poop off the toilets. Right. So yeah, there's a lot going. On. I mean, but I think it's like. 10% of the labor force in America is unionized right now, which is not much. Uh, and I'm sure everyone's seen that meme of like, as as union membership goes up, wealth inequality goes down. They're like two X's, like they just cross. Interesting. Um, so yeah, I mean, it's interesting to watch. If you guys do have any interest in this, there's a guy, Jonah Furman, he runs Labor Notes. He's got all the all the updates on labor across the country. Oh um, yeah, sure, Jonah. But I mean, Jonah. this is, this is uh, it's like important stuff. I mean, I don't think people really pay attention to this stuff and like talking to just people, they were like, Oh, that's great. Like they're going to fight for their rights and stuff. And it's like, it sucks, man. They're like, like John Deere said they wouldn't cut off their healthcare and now they're going and uh, workers are finding out that their healthcare has been cut off. One guy died in Illinois. He got hit by a truck while he was picketing. Um, They get like egged. People fucking swerve at them as they're driving by. It's no joke. You, you know, people should not have to risk their lives to get a fair wage. Yeah. It's, uh... Someone so. should write John Deere, uh, Dear John. <laughs> nice. I nice. stole that from some movie. I don't remember. <laughs> a Dear John is a letter that you would write someone, I guess, back when people wrote letters. Boys, I wanted to visualize something for you. <clears throat> oh, yeah, right. Okay, so, so... What is it? You see all these pennies? Yep. Should I pour them out to illustrate my point? Because this pisses me off, man. Hey, Emil. Hey, yeah. sucker. Whoa, what are you doing? That's my... <laughs> God That's damn annoying it. as damn. hell, isn't it? Isn't that so annoying? Who's going to fucking clean this up? I'll clean them up, but that's really annoying, isn't it? <laughs> yeah, you, yeah. Why? Why is that annoying? Because there's so many There's so many pennies, pennies right? There's so... There are, you know how many pennies are there? They're everywhere. There are exactly 10,000 pennies there. You just poured 10,000 pennies on me. Yeah, that's 10... Or wait, is it 1,000? A thousand bucks? <laughs> no, it's ten ten dollars worth of pennies. So that's a thousand pennies, sucker. Yeah, now it's your problem. That's yeah. so many pennies that you would have to pick up. So this is my visualization for how much just a billion dollars is. A one billion dollars. Billion to who? To to who? What? Okay, okay. Wait. <laughs> In compared to what? Every Com- penny is worth a million dollars. Every penny is a million dollars. Okay. That's that's so much millions of dollars. Right there. That's just one billion. And MFers like Jeff Bezos and Elon Musk have like hundreds of, hundreds of those, what are they called? Pitchers. Full of those pennies. Can they dump 
one of them on me? Yeah, exactly. Let's get him man. on the show. Dump, Dump him on, him on me. Pour him down my shirt and into my pants. Yeah, I'll I'll do it. I'm manscaped. Okay, <laughs> I use manscaped promo code Trill. And it, no more bush. No more bush. So I can fit a lot more pennies down there. But I wanted to drive this point home at just because we talk about it so much and people defend, oh, yeah, you should be able to make as much as you want to your heart's content. But well, that's been the absolute weirdest thing to me is like the people coming out of the woodwork, like defending billionaires. Like they're going to have a shot. And at And they love to say, you know, oh, they worked hard for that. It's like. Sure, maybe, but yes. like a lot of people work hard. There's it, like it eventually takes other people to like you know to make it happen. But here's my whole thing: we adjust, or we should at least adjust the minimum wage as society goes on and as the culture shifts and as economics change. And we adjust. We're supposed to adjust the minimum wage accordingly. And it's like we don't do that for the top. It and okay, so like. That's fine. Sure. Maybe you should leave it. But let's just say theoretically, what if Tesla triples from here? And what if Elon Musk becomes worth $750 billion? Then we have to vote him emperor of the world. Like, seriously. But like, are we cool with that? With one guy having that much? What if he becomes a trillionaire? He will. He becomes the first. Are we collectively as a society not going to stop and say, hey, maybe we should reevaluate the rules? No, like, well, we'll this, still peddling like, like we'll, shitty ass memes on Twitter. Yeah, well, that's exactly what I was going to say. Oh, we'll all oh, tweet about oh, it. Oh, God. I am not looking forward to when he hits 420 billion. He just buys every country. Oh, 420 billion? Yeah. He's yeah. going to be like, oh, 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 oh. Four, 420. Whoa, oh. God, that dork. That massive dork. What? There's a foreign coin in here. You should probably Whoa. get. You should probably get COVID tested now. <laughs> yeah, oh, after touching a hundred, a thousand, sorry, a thousand, thousand pennies. Thousand pennies. But that's just one bit. Like if you were to take two hundred of those pennies and buy a mega mansion, and then another hundred pennies and buy a yacht, and like I don't know, fifty to do whatever, you would still have six hundred pennies left. Six hundred million dollars to do whatever with. So like. I'm not even saying cap it at a billion. Cap it at 20. That's more than enough for 100 lifetimes. Yeah. Why do we need... But then that begs the question, okay, who is going to... What, do you trust the government with it? I mean, not not like I'm a, you know... Anarchist? Not a, sure. Not like <laughs> I'm like, uh, I don't trust a government. I don't for the most part. But like, what are they going to do it to fund a war? I don't want that either, but... I'm just saying we got to have a conversation. <laughs> we got to talk about it. Yeah, I mean, I more podcast. I don't see any way out of this at all. I mean, they. I mean, the way they like Elon Musk's response to be like completely against more taxes is just like it's psychotic. I mean, they're and they're such fucking crybabies. I had like a clip of Stephanie Rule from MSNBC when she uh, Joe Biden had just said like, you know, it's. It's Scranton versus Park, Ave- Park Avenue. And she's like, I live close to Park Avenue, and yeah. I take offense to that, sir, and because I worked very hard to get here. It's right. Like, we're not saying, nobody's it, saying Number that. one, it's just a fucking campaign thing. They always go like, I'm looking out for you. It's Main Street versus Wall Street. And they never do it, Stephanie. It's just a lie. They say they're going to help poor people, and they don't do it. And like Joe Biden, I mean, this is the guy who went to donors and said, look, nothing's going to fundamentally change. And so, like, they are just such fucking crybabies. Big time crybabies. As as soon as you want to make, like, the slightest change to make someone's life a little bit better, they're like, well, I worked for this. I worked so hard for it. Yeah. Cody, what do you think? Should there be a, a, a limit to how many pennies you can get? 
Yeah, probably. <laughs> and like, so yeah, what? What? Should I'd, be? I think like, Elon Musk having seven hundred billion dollars would be way too much. Yeah, because no one human why? should have that much power. Yeah, because it's because money is everything. Yeah, and it's wielding undue, unfair power over countless billions of other people mm-hmm. in politics, culture, economics, everything that matters. Having that much money, I mean, you're more than several countries combined. Like that's. That's profound, and that's something that I think is on a scale that most of us can't really comprehend, how much money that is. Oh, yeah. I mean, we're at their whim. I mean, we were we were joking around about the Elon Musk tweet, we will coo whoever we want. Um, I, mean, yeah. I mean, and we're, we're talking about the climate crisis, and, you know, we need to electrify, but, I mean, you would hope that we would do that in a uh, ethical, dignified way. And we have Elon Musk, the richest man in the world, talking about, cooing countries with lithium mines that have nationalized them so that they can uh so that they can make sure that their their country can properly profit off those materials they're wealthy in damn yeah that's intense like that is a dark fucking tweet yeah there was a guy in 1934 the governor of louisiana um started this uh movement called share our wealth uh because he thought that the great depression was partly caused by wealth disparity, which, sure, it was. Um, But it was interesting. I was looking this up. Um, The proposed bill was to cap personal fortunes at $100 million, which in 2021 money is $2 billion, and limit annual income to $20 million in 2021 in today's income, and cap uh, inheritances at uh, just about $99 million. Um, so the rest would go to the government? Well, he, they said that the resulting funds would be used to guarantee every family a basic household grant of $5,000 and minimum annual income of two to $3,000, supplemented with free college education with an IQ test. <laughs> oh. You get to go back when that was a thing. Vocational yeah, that training. Yeah, uh, race-related. 1934 probably. was kind of a tough time. Public uh, works <laughs> projects and a month's vacation for every worker. That sounds cool. Like, that sounds doable, but again, it comes down to whether or not the government is responsible and you know yeah good enough to get that kind of thing done which I don't you don't know. think that would stifle innovation yeah i think it could because well that depends because like would someone like elon musk or jeff bezos just starting out be like well it's not worth doing because they're gonna cap me exactly at two billion. Do you think if you were capped at billions of dollars these guys would just be like well what's the point i can't take over the world yeah you partly, do. <laughs> Probably. I, partly, like, if they get to a point, let's say they reach that, they would just be like, all right, well, screw it. Like, I made my cap and why I'm just going to retire or something. I don't know. May, there obviously has to be some sort of, it's got to be thought out more where it's like, all right, maybe it gets distributed in, in... I don't know if I buy it, though. I mean, we've just let... it's it It doesn't all have to be based on that, right? Like, we've let privatization and, like corporate greed and everything take over to a point where we've become accustomed to the, you know, the public sector being unable to do these things. Mm. And it was like in the early 1960s, JFK, you know, he said, we're going to the moon. He said, you know, we're not going cause it's easy. We're going cause it's hard. Cause we it's had, hard. We had no fucking space program. Yeah, and then in hard. 1969, we went to the fucking moon, <laughs> you know, we and just, the government did it. Right. NASA. It, it wasn't, but now we pretend like we're just completely, Incapable. without, yeah. yeah. Well, and part of that is because they strip government programs of all the funding and then they say, see, look how ineffective this is. And right. how, you know, I don't know. 
It's crazy that people like space tourism is like people give a fuck about that. Oh my god, William Shatner went to space. It's like we fucking did this so long ago. <laughs> we did, yeah. We went way further. Yeah, we way did further. Go way further. What the fuck? Why and is now this we big can't. Deal? Why can't we bring people up and bring them back down? <laughs> yeah. Oh fucking Christ! It's like no one gives a fuck. Yeah, I I don't find it inspirational. No. Would you like, ever do it? I, I would never fucking do it. Would I go to space? No. Yeah. Hell yeah. No. Yeah. Why would you want to go to space? Because we got enough here. Let's let's work you got on VR. this shit. You got meta, man. You can go in exactly. meta. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. You can see. And, and you can go with a sweet rack, too. Dude. <laughs> <laughs> you can float in space with Mark Zuckerberg with a, a rocking set of boobies. <laughs> He's just up there. Oh. <laughs> I, man. Uh, can you imagine, like, the movie uh, Her? Like uh, Joaquin Phoenix, oh, yeah. where he's married to his phone or whatever, but it's you married to Mark Zuckerberg in VR with mega boobs, just giant hentai boobs. Different movie altogether. <laughs> <laughs> you put him on that surfboard that he rides so that they wiggle a little bit. Sorry. Uh, last thing, real fast. Yeah, we should we stop to... uh, decrying wealth inequality long enough to um, yeah talk ask, about ask Cody some questions? Cody got investments are very. Special guest here. I guess my my off the top of the off the top of the dome. Yeah, just off the dome piece. What's what's your favorite investment you're in, man? <laughs> I want to say June Shine. That's my guess because you like to drink it. I do like June Shine, and it's like also a really cool company. Mm-hmm. Just genuinely, like I don't know, everyone involved is super dope. The other investors are really cool. Whitney Cummings is one of them. Diplo is one of them, and then like a whole bunch of other pro surfers and athletes and stuff. So it's just like fun. It's a great company. You know, it's just like I feel, I, it, it makes me feel cooler being involved with a company like that that they even like you know we're like yeah you can you can come sit at the table with us i bet i um i i definitely like that i make my own um, uh i make my own at home so if you guys ever want to do a special edition uh brew from me you make spiked kombucha at home oh mine's not spiked oh okay shit so it's like the boring kombucha yeah the healthy stuff Sounds it's cool, for my man. gut health i'm gonna have to pass <laughs> hey i had to take my shot yeah if you could invest in any company currently, public or private. Actually, no, private. Cause wait, wait, my favorite one though. Yeah. My favorite is Liquid sure. Death, I think. Yeah? You like I the Liquid Death? I think it is. Well, it's just, it's just blowing the fuck up. It's everywhere. Really? And yeah, and when we put, I, like the, the, and the reason why we invested is I just cold emailed the CEO. <laughs> and I said, dude, I drink your shit all the time. Wow. Like I want to drink it on the podcast and it makes sense for me to put money in if you'll have it. And he was like, uh, we just are actually raising our Series A now. Uh, Live Nation is leading it, but like, we'd love to have you on board because it makes sense. So Damn. we'll make some room for you. And I was like, fantastic. And since then, they're at every music venue, every festival. Everyone is holding Liquid Death. It's huge. Wow. I think it's like probably one of the most fastest growing non-alcoholic beverages of all time. Interesting. And the beverage yeah, I have seen sober people really like it because yeah, they it makes them look like they're holding something at a party. Yeah. And they're just drinking like sparkling or flat water. And when you say we, we is you and your investing partner. Yes. My talk friend, about that? Devin. Yeah, Devin. is the co-founder of Cameo. So you guys set up what, like an LLC or something? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Is it an LLC? Yeah. Cool. And what do you call it? Dumb Money Capital. Dumb Money Capital. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It was like a, it was like a, it's, and you know, like a, we wanted to invest in private companies. And uh, so this is kind of like the first step in doing that is just angel investing but we do it together because he he gets great deal flow just because he's like super involved in the tech world oh yeah for me it's because creator economy space is heating up so much everyone seems to want a creator on their cap table so it made 
so much sense for us to do it together and learn together. Um, I like this way more than investing in the stock market. Obviously, it's way riskier. Sure. Um, it's, you know, way more unknowns. Like, it's it's a it, this is a gamble too, right? Right. Sure. Probably but way it, more fulfilling though. It is, and it's like I came from the tech world. I worked in startups. I was a software engineer out of college, and so I was always obsessed with Silicon Valley culture and, um, you know, what's the road in in Palo Alto? Uh, Silk Valley. Silk, no, no. Rose. What the fuck? The Rosewood Hotel is on the Silk. What the fuck is it? It's like Sequoia has their offices on there. Sure. God damn it. Anyways, obsessed with like VC culture, and just, I would I would read I would read like TechCrunch religiously. Sure about which companies are raising and all that stuff. It's like you have to be, you know, this is 2012, 2013 in Silicon Valley. It's like apps are at their peak. Everyone's talking about who is raising how much money, especially in the Bay. And so, like, I used to just envy and just want to be part of that whole world. And so now that I can and I can be involved with startups without having to, like, you know, sweat and grind every day because we're grinding on this stuff instead... It, it's really fulfilling. It's cool that I can still be a part of it and I can offer whatever help I can give, like getting other creators on, on the cap table. How hands-on do you get? I mean, like, I mean, with someone like Moment House, which is another one of our investments, like that's pretty hands-on because we're using the platform and we're helping them. Yeah, they're helping us make money, but we're also helping them make money. Yeah. And so that totally makes sense. That's like symbiotic. Um, is that the right word? Yeah, yeah. sure. Fuck it. Totally. We you, ne- would you um, say never that you, call people out for wrong words on this yeah, show. Yeah, no. You could use the wrong word all day and we'll be like, yes, sir. <laughs> Good word. So would you say that one. all your investments are kind of, you kind of, similar to Noel, you kind of buy what you know, right? Like you like you like the product, you buy it, it's straightforward. You know, you know you're not necessarily going for like a biotech or something. Yeah, I think that- Not makes, that you wouldn't. I think that makes the most sense for someone like me who yeah. doesn't have a team behind them doing analysis and research and you know every vc firm has a group of analysts that spend all day analyzing the market where this company sits mm-hmm. who their competitors are what the upside is i don't so it's like i drink june shine it's a cool company they want me involved fuck yeah let's do it liquid death same thing um and then and then with stuff like crypto like with with lolly which is the bitcoin rewards company um, and then we also invested in Autograph, which is an NFT company. That's just because like, I want exposure to that without having to trade NFTs myself. Because yeah. you know, I've tr- tried that. I've lost a bunch of money doing Same. that too. I made money, but then I lost it all again. So What did you buy? I, I, bought, like, I got really lucky. And I minted this NFT and it turns out it was rare. So I sold it. I made nine grand. And then I put that yeah. all back into NFTs. And now they're just sitting there as pictures. Yeah. And I'm like, I don't... <laughs> These are probably worth nothing. No, you're going to display them in Meta, in your Meta house. Oh, yeah. Yeah, next to the portrait of... No one's going to see them because they're going to be looking at my rack. (laughs) That's true. I really hope that someone hacks Meta eventually to make every single avatar, everybody's just going to have big boobs. (laughs) (laughs) It's walking around. Just milkers. I would would fucking spend a lot of time in Meta. Everybody would spend (laughs) so much time in there. The milkerverse. (laughs) The milkerverse. Oh, geez, Louise. Uh, so, yeah, it just, yeah, I don't know. I like this and, and stuff with like with stocks and or I guess with options and um, with crypto. It's like I, I'm, I have a really addictive personality. And so when I'm primarily trying to, when that's my primary like vehicle of investment, it's just me checking the shit all day. Yeah. 
and being becoming obsessed with it. And it's just like so unhealthy if it's not your main thing, you totally. know? It's like I have to make us be creative and make content. And it's like I can't be thinking about what shit coins are popping at the moment, you know? Like I bought fucking $1,500 in Sheeb yesterday. <sighs> like a dumbass, like you said, at the peak. Buying everyone's the talking about it. I'm like, I want in. So wait, did you buy it at point zero 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 eight? I don't know what the fuck I bought it. it. Still I feels saw like that a tweet steal. about that guy that invested five grand, like in January, was it? I think. And now it's worth five point two billion. Oh no, it was eight grand. This person bought it three hundred and seventy days ago, and now it's uh, it's um, yeah, it's worth like four and a half billion dollars. Can we pull up that tweet? I'm I'm betting that whoever bought it, I think it's either the creator of of the coin or it's some poor idiot who's locked out of their wallet. Yes, I oh. think. I think that's the case. Oh, those are the saddest, the guys who just have like millions sitting in a wallet they can't get into. Yeah. But I think it's actually, I think this guy like lives in blissful ignorance. This is the scenario I've developed in my head. He signed up for Binance or like, uh, you know, Sushi Swap or one of these ones where you can buy like shit coins, right? And he like, you know, got to the point where he could buy like $1,000 or $5,000 worth of something. He's like, Shiba Inu, that one sounds funny. And he buys it. And then the website's like, oh, you have to verify your identity before you can buy any more. And he was like, nah, I don't want to do that. And so he just forgot about the account, hasn't checked it since, because he doesn't want to go through that last step of like verifying it. It's and there's $5 billion dollars sitting in there, and he has yeah. no idea. And there's enough volume to be able to liquidate all of that. I mean, you would still make a pretty big dent, but like the other day, it traded $30 <laughs> billion dollars worth. And if he's holding $5 billion, he could liquidate all that it wouldn't be worth five billion dollars anymore it would he'd probably only be able to get one or two after he uh, hits the sell button yeah this wallet this tweet here reads this wallet bought roughly eight thousand dollars worth of shiba uh shib last august it's now worth 5.7 billion from eight thousand to five point seven billion in roughly four hundred days, we may actually be looking at the greatest individual trade <laughs> see, of all time see this is how you know for sure that we are in a bubble and i'm not saying Crypto is not the future. I think blockchain, I think everything is going to be on the blockchain in sure. 10 to 15 years, right? I think we're in like the dial-up uh, era phase of Web3, yeah. right? But this, just like the dot-com bubble, this is going to end badly. Like every month there's a new scenario where someone could become a billionaire mm-hmm. off of hundreds of dollars. It just shouldn't happen. It doesn't yeah. make sense. Right. Uh, people like to, older guys like to compare it to Pets.com. Pets.com was like one of the biggest bubble stocks in the uh 2000, you know, uh, dot com era bubble. Um, it's uh, it, it, also just to all the crypto nerds out there who leave comments saying like, you guys are ignorant. Yeah, I'm ignorant. I don't know enough about this stuff. That doesn't mean that I hate it. I don't like this kind of crap that happens because it makes me feel bad. I own some crypto, son. I own some, <laughs> I own Tezos and Matic, Polygon. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I have that one too. I love Tezos. Do you I know anything about Matic. Tezos? No. Tezos oh, is cool. Tezos. Tezos nuts. Taste those nuts in your mouth. Oh, dude. <laughs> you said I was going to get you with that. Oh. What? I what? think, uh, I think, uh, what? Oh, wait. I have an answer to your question, though. Any, any company that I want to invest in right now, it would probably be. It's private. Have you, yeah. Have you heard of Pipe? Dude, what are you going to do? No, no, no. I'm not going to do it again. <laughs> Pipe in your mind. Pipe is a company that's like creating a new asset class, basically, by allowing companies that do monthly subscriptions to sell their, like, a year's worth of their monthly subscriptions to raise money so that they don't have to sell their equity. 
Wait, what? Wait, yeah, wait, what? So like, wait, what? So like for us on Patreon, for example, right? We could sell a year's worth of our monthly partnership or our monthly subscriptions. Well, I think if they go up, then that company probably keeps the difference, right? But if we want to raise money right now without without having to go to investors and give up some of our company, we basically just say, okay, well, this now you get a year's worth. Here's how much it costs. Mm-hmm. We take that money, we use it to grow our company, right. and they own that asset basically. And so, if we generate more monthly subscriptions, uh-huh. then they probably keep that difference or something. Interesting. Okay, and it's called pipe. Pipe. Yeah. Oh, you're what? like selling the right to the Patreon subscriptions. Yes, basically. Get paid by the year, Damn. charged by. Oh, interesting. Pipe transforms recurring revenue into upfront capital for growth without debt or dilution. Ah, I see. Yeah. Ah. Yeah, interesting. Or it would be like FTX. Have you seen that company? Oh, they yeah, just raised dude. like two hundred and seventy million or something. Oh my God. Like and they came out of nowhere. Didn't I know. They? And the the found one of the founders is worth like twenty two billion dollars or something so, like that. Yeah, I mean it would have to probably be something. He also created like Solana, that. which is uh Solana is one Solana's one that started out where you could only get it on a swap on like Uniswap. And for, for those of you who don't, do you know anything about that? Mm-mm. Basically, there are cryptos where you can buy them on exchanges like Binance or like Coinbase, but then there are ones that are so obscure, you can only get them by means of using these swap apps where like they exist, the crypto exists, but you have to buy like Bitcoin or buy Ethereum and then log on and just tell it like, all right, I want to exchange it for right. like Shiba was one so where you could only do that. Yeah. Crypto for crypto. Um Oh yeah, can we watch these TikToks real fast? But I wanted to watch Fuck just yeah. real quick. There's the Mr. the the one the Mr. Wonderful. Um, this is the corniest thing I've seen in a long time. Hell yeah, it's you know Mr. Wonderful from Shark Tank. Oh shit! Look, you love crypto. You gotta talk about Shiba Inu. Uh, can you believe what's going on? Up forty percent just today. Just Up today, six percent this month. Massive 27 billion market cap, 11th largest in the entire crypto space. Come what? on. Is that investing or is that just speculating? Wait. Oh, oh, oh. He's saying, he's saying, he's saying. <laughs> I'm just playing my guitar, man. Whoa. Hey, you seen this Shiba coin? It's up 40%. He sounds not, like Joe Biden. I'm not, reg- I'm not like regular investors. I'm a cool investor. I'm a cool. Look at his guitar. He's yeah. got his own face on that guitar. And <laughs> is that what investing is, or is that speculative? Ba- I don't know. What is going it's on? It's just funny that he's clearly like trying to participate in the conversation. Um, what is the caption? What is going on? Why is it rallying like this? Comment your thoughts. <laughs> Comment your thoughts. Oh, it, it doesn't I just even have his... that much interaction. He's only got like 5,700 likes. Sad. That's pathetic. Yeah, put, I spit on that. Look yeah. at this comment. This person says, get a hat that fits, bro. <laughs> <laughs> Own, dude. <laughs> User 5178, you know, God. Leave a comment and roast me. Yeah. Why, then, like, why Why does he need to be in on this conversation? He's, like, he's worth so much fucking money. Yeah, why do you, just what are you stop. doing talking about Sheeb? If I were him, I would just be rocking that guitar and minding my own damn business. I hate when stop. I found that rich people have a hard time minding their own business. <laughs> yeah, what are you going to do with all those pennies, man? Spend them. $10 worth of pennies. Spend penny. them. Put that's it what in. sucks about all those pennies. Put you got to wrap Sheeb. them up again. All right. And then there was this other poor schlub, this, uh, this British guy. Um, we want to play the first one, I think. Uh. <laughs> I just got a message from a couple of mates and they told me that this token called Shiba Inu, uh, it's cryptocurrency, 
has gone up 67 million percent since. He's going to cry. Oh, wow. This is since January last year. Is this real? Yeah. I don't like this. Now, in January last year, I was browsing Reddit and I came across a subreddit that recommended buying these meme tokens. And one of them was SHIB, Shiba Inu. Now, at the time, I put $2,000 into it and I left it for a couple of weeks and I lost £300. Uh, I sold it at a loss. Anyway, it turns out that would now be worth... One billion dollars if I hadn't sold it. Yeah, but he would have never hung on to it. He would never hung on. But he asks a very poignant question: How do you live with that? This is so. This is going to become so much more common, and there are probably people out there who we don't even know about who are locked out of their wallets, who sold. You know. Oh, that's what sucks. In the heartbreak, just so widespread. You got to see this other video of him. Oh my god! I, I I know there's tons of comments that are like paper hands, pussy. Yeah, should have held. Yeah, paper hands. But look at this other so quick bad. TikTok. So what? I choose to allow my oh, girlfriend I've seen this. to Ugh. sleep with other men. No, this that guy doesn't is... give you the right to call me a cuck. <laughs> and this is a message for all the people out there using that hateful language. Hateful. Why don't you try going a day in my shoes, where you are with someone you love very much, and you want them to be able to express themselves physically and spiritually in a way that perhaps they can't do this is you with just you. <laughs> now, personally, I would <laughs> never sleep Tinder with girl. another woman. I love my girlfriend very much, but... I choose I know to buy a girl needs. AirPods. All right. That does not make me a simp. <laughs> is that... Won't you try walking a day in my shoes? Try walking a day in my shoes. I get horny as hell. I buy AirPods. I get the points for the credit card. I'm not losing in this transaction. I'm not a cuck. The worst part about that video is he said, do I sleep with other people? No, I don't. Doesn't he? Oh, yeah, no. He, he, say he that? says he that he doesn't do it because he doesn't want to or something but uh that poor guy double whammy of just embarrassing yourself online it just doesn't end this poor guy anyway are we gonna end it on a bummer yeah it's a sad one that guy's girlfriend he's crying about not having a billion dollars and his girlfriend's out there getting wheelbarrowed (laughs) by (laughs) you like that wheelbarrowed he's getting wheelbarrowed by i'm just Sad for this man. Yeah. I didn't even think of that. He's there crying about how he could have had a billion dollars. And meanwhile, his girlfriend's <laughs> just getting plowed. Yeah. Well, that's the trillionaire mindset, baby. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Sometimes you lose big. Yeah. Guy, buy, guys, buy sheep, please. I need it to go back up, please. I'm it's not even, I'm not even shilling it. I'm not even going to be like, it's the next thing. I need it to go back up because I am losing money. There so please buy it. Thirty billion dollars out there circulating in this thing. I hope that you can make a dent with that plea. <laughs> it'll probably it'll probably go up another fifty percent. It wouldn't surprise me because now it's so mainstream. Everybody's on it, so it probably gets one last surge before the rug gets pulled. Yeah, but who knows? Follow us on Spotify. Follow us on Spotify. Apple For the Podcasts. love of God, subscribe, 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 subscribe. Do oh, it all. And all, if you're watching on YouTube, please make sure to hit the like button. Hit that like button. Smash. <laughs> thanks for Cody for coming on. <laughs> yeah, thanks Cody. <laughs> Thank you. I, I hope this was fun for this you guys. Fun. Sorry, no, I know. Fun. I just come on and I just make penis jokes. And we talk oh, so much, and blessed. I feel like we were just talking. And you, no. But this, I love this podcast. I, I'm, I swear to God, I'm a fan. I listen to it every week. So just to listen to it in person was a lot of fun for me. So <laughs> I loved it. I also feel like I'm yelling in your ear, but okay. No, I loved it. Seriously, ah, thanks for having right, me thanks on. Thanks everybody. It. So long. Bye.